Amen. So Pastor Dan been preaching and teaching um, us with his current series, Living the Gospel, using Christ as the main example of sharing stories of Christ's ministry and journey as he encounters people in need, how he's shown compassion and sympathy and freedom from their brokenness. Question is, what does it mean as a church living the gospel? Today's sermon, we will wrestle with this question, what is church? This is not a continuance of the current series Pastor Dan is preaching, living the gospel, but it's a standalone message. So what is church? Church is intended to be a community where all are welcome, that we love to be part of. But at times, others see the church as a place to avoid, a place they do not feel welcome. Today, we will talk about our experience and the church calling. What is church? Today's scripture reading text comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 5. You can read along with me on the screen. If you have your Bibles, you can take that out too as well. And it says, I, therefore, a prisoner for the Lord, urge you to walk in the manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. This ends the word of the Lord. It's a question. How many of us have gone to a church and say, this place is not for me? I don't fit in. It's too churchy. Or those people are weird. <laughs> and there are some weird churches out there. Trust me, I know. I bet if we ask one of our co-workers or family members or our neighbors why they don't attend a church, they will give you a million and one reasons why they don't attend a church. I'm going to use a phrase called unchurch and the church. A little definition what that is. An unchurched person or uh, an unchurch is a person or a family who never attended a church before and a the church person or a family who left the church due to a bad and heartful experience or they denounce their faith. So from an unchurch or the church person's point of view, Church is a place that you have to be somewhat perfect, act a certain way, follow a certain protocol. The church in general put barriers in front and say you must go through a complete overhaul of who you are to be part of us. Then you had to take a seven month course on membership, join the ministry, then another seven months course to be baptized. That's what I meant of a weird church. They must prove that they are worthy to be part of our world. To the unchurch, the church, this place is to avoid. The unchurch, the church, are walking into those doors with a guarded attitude. They apply all their past experience to what they've been walking into, and rightly so. As a church with a capital C around the world, 
we made it impossible to fit in. The church is more fixated in how they should sound, look, and feel. Fixated on traditions and customs rather than being welcoming and loving. Many churches fall because of this disagreement of these issues, which leads to a lack of unity. A church that is not unified turns people away. They come in with a guarded attitude, with their past experience, of not knowing what they're walking into. So already, we got two strikes ahead. How can we as a community church, a place we call home, reverse this bad church experience? A little story. A whole lot of years ago, my wife and I was visiting different churches. All we wanted is to find a place we could freely worship and raise our kids in. My wife and I had a bad patch. Our marriage was holding by a thin thread. Nothing was going well. Everything seems lost. I couldn't catch a break. I lost my job, the bills are piling up, and I couldn't see a way out of the hole that I created. So our journey begins, searching for a place we can call home. In this process, we was visiting different churches. We met with indifferences. At times, people felt, at times, people made us feel that we were, not, we were not worthy to be part of their group. Walking into a church felt like walking to a new school. Everyone knew each other, and they formed their own cliques. Coffee hour was like a high school lunchroom where no one really made room for you at their table. Some of these churches we visited had a dress code. You needed to dress a certain way. The skirt had to be a certain length. You can't put too much makeup or earrings or look a certain way. You had to wear a suit. <laughs> then I thought to myself, is all of this going to bring me closer to him? It's like, if I'm wearing a suit, am I going to be a holy, a good Christian boy? What a journey. I remember one story. We just want to go to Easter service. It was the first time as a group as a family going to Easter service. And we visit one church. It's a big church. It's part of the church I grew up with. One well, of the churches. And we go there, it was packed, and they closed the doors in our face because they said they had no more room, nor invite us to the second service. Just looking in the face of my wife, heartening. We just wanted to just go to church. Unfortunately, not all bear these experiences and move forward to the next. Few would just stop and call it quits. We hear about these bad experiences in our workplace, at our family dinners and gatherings, the news, and the eyes of those we love. 
we see sadness. Church turns away people who needs to be felt loved. You see the sadness. You hear the stories. It's breaking our heart. A few years ago, I had a conversation with a former co-worker about the very same subject. She was telling, she was telling me about, uh, she was telling me she was seeking love and peace and happiness and spirituality. So I told her about the church I was attending at that time. Um, she did mention to me that she grew up in the church. So I invited her to, I invited her to one of our events we had that weekend. Uh, she said she was interested, but of course she said that she could not relate that it was not for her. Instead, she looked to self-help books to fill her void. She was a person like any other who attended a church and unfortunately was turned off from the beginning. Here, a wonderful spiritual leader that I am trying to encourage her to come and say it's different. But because of her past experiences, she was very skeptical. Like I was a salesman trying to sell her a used car that had one wheel missing. We are losing souls to self-help books. Books that have seven steps of how to be a better person, how to feel better about your life, how to love yourself, and how to become a billionaire. We are losing souls to books that teach you how to Search within to fix your problem. But within is millions of broken pieces. There's no fixing yourself by yourself. And the church's responsibility to love and care. Yes, I know not every church is the same. I don't know your story. One day you tell me your story. I would love to hear it. I know people have gone through process and feel rejected. I know because I was rejected to the church body that I love because I was different, because I stand firm. It is heartbreaking when people leave the church because the church turned it back on them. I understand. In these stories, we have people seeking something. We have people with needs. Isn't our calling to fill those needs? What is church? Paul says clearly in 1 Corinthians 9.22, For the weak I became weak to win the weak. I have become all things to all people so that by all possible means I might save some. We as a church must learn to be all to all, as Christ was all to all. To the prostitute, he was their savior. To the blind, he was their sight. And to the lame and sick, he was their healer. He was and still is all to all. If we are the body of Christ, we are called to be all to all as a church, as one body. We are, we are anointed to do his work 
As today's text says, there is one body, one spirit, just as you were called to one hope that belongs to your call, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, together as a church to fulfill our calling. God chose us to do his work, each and every one of you, not only the pastors or the church workers, all of us as a church. Our purpose is to glorify God so we can be a blessing to others. To glorify God so we can be a blessing to others. This is our goal here at Calvary. I know for some this may be uncomfortable, coming out of your comfort zone. It's not easy meeting new people or going the extra mile to get to know them. But if we want our church family to grow and make Calvary a place to call home, we must be willing to come out of our box, be all to all. Our goal is to be a community church. Some might say, hey, Victor, that's great, but I don't know the Bible that well enough. What can I do? My answer is simple. Don't be discouraged. Don't feel like you are not worthy enough to minister. Be willing to approach your neighbor as you are. Remember, through your baptism, you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Let it guide you. Let it speak for you. Let it guide you. Let it speak for you. Here are some encouraging, uh, encouragement through the scriptures. Paul states in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 28 to 26, Consider your calling, brothers. Not many of you were wise according to the worthy standards. Not many were powerful. Not many were noble birth. But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God chose what is low and despised in the world, even the things that are not, to bring nothing things that are. In other words, God is using your talent, your gift. He is using you for his glory, you as you are. Not what you know, not how you look or how you sound. He is using you. Some might think, is this pastor job to minister? Yes and no. John, in the book of Revelation, says, to him who loves us and free us from our sins by his blood and made us a kingdom, priest to his God and Father. In this text, it didn't state pastors or elders. It says us. We are free from sin by his blood. Cause us priest to his God and Father. We are ministers, meaning we can share the message and be a witness to the broken and our community. Another text in 1 Peter chapter 2. As you come to him, a living stone rejected by man, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. You are chosen and precious. You yourselves, like a living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, 
to offer spiritual sacrifice, sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. To be his holy, holy priesthood. We need to welcome our calling. So don't downplay yourself if you are not, um, don't, so don't downplay yourself. You are able. We are given the gift of the Holy Spirit for this main purpose, to be a blessing by any means. In the final days before Christ was nailed to the cross, he gave to his disciples a new commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. I know it is not easy to do so. That's the reason we need the Holy Spirit to help us with this. What Jesus meant was to share the blessing, the good news, the gospel of salvation, and the forgiveness, of, and forgiveness to all. I see it this way. We are, we all are, predestined and ordained by God for his will and work. We as a church should be confident in our calling. As Christ pursued us, we should pursue them. Like Pastor Dan was sharing, living in the gospel, how Christ pursued his people, how Christ sh shown compassion, how Christ healed. We as a church should be confident in our calling as Christ pursued us, we should pursue them. So regardless of what your role is, we are responsible as members of his family to love one another as Christ loved us. A good church mimics God's love. So when the unchurched, the church, enter to those doors or take part of our outreach events, we should welcome them, love them, and give them the good news. Because they come in here broken. They come in here to seek comfort. They come in here to seek love, to be accepted. They've been rejected. The reason our Lord God came down from heaven to earth to pursue his people, to save his people. The reason our Lord came down from heaven to earth is to pursue his people, to save his people. And he needs the church to do so. We receive the blessing of our Lord in order to bless others. Now is the time to share the true gift of salvation to those who are broken and in need of his grace. By being a community church, we provide not only the true word, but also ourselves in service to all, so all can feel welcome and experience God's mercy and love. So, what is church? A place to call home a place for those who are spiritually orphans, a place all can experience Christ's compassion and receive his eternal healing. The church is for the broken. 
Let us be the church God calls us to be as it was for you. Amen.